Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. We are broadcasting live from Lutheran Senior Services, Laclede Groves, with my regular Thursday co-host, Anne-Marie Wallace. Good morning, Anne-Marie. Good morning, Andy. No, it is so exciting to have you here at Laclede Groves. I know you've been here a few times, <laughs> but uh, today is completely different because we have a live studio audience with us this morning. And we have a lot of fun ahead of us as well. We have a chance to meet with residents of uh, LSS Laclede Groves. We get to meet some of the staff and some new residents, future residents. I, that's a surprise for later. <laughs> but yes, we are going to be meeting some very special people um, here at Laclede Groves to talk about what life is like, why this is such an amazing place. And they all have such great hearts here. Um, and Andy, I know that you are always excited about the food. So Chef Tom is here today, and we're also going to be showcasing a great recipe um, that I think you're going to enjoy as well. It already smells great in here, so I'm excited about the food. One of my favorite segments. But I love meeting the folks here, too. What a great crowd we have here mm -hmm. at LSS today. So if you are listening on KFUO and would very much like to see what's going on in the room, you actually can by going to facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services. We're broadcasting live so you can see the people who we're talking to. You can see the recipe as it's being cooked as well as the fun surprises we have upcoming. <laughs> so make sure if you're near a computer, facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services. All right. Well, shall we start with meeting some of the friends here at Lickley Groves? Oh, definitely. Very good. Who do we have today? So I want to introduce Christina and Evelyn. Hello, ladies. Hello, Hello everyone. And Christina is on staff here at Laclede Groves, and Evelyn is one of our residents. And you guys today are talking about a great program that you've started here at Laclede Groves um, that's all about art. Christina, tell us about it. Yes, we have started a program called Opening Minds Through Arts, which is a intergenerational program that is based out of University of Miami, Ohio through the Scripps Gerontology Program. This program is grounded in person-centered ethics and is founded on the fact that people with dementia are capable of expressing themselves creatively still. So we have partnered with different volunteers, whether intergenerationally, if with different high schools, colleges, or even some of our own residents here who have been volunteers and outside family members. What we do is we, we pick different residents, some from the nursing home and from the memory care, as long as there is a diagnosis of dementia, and we do a 10-week, sometimes we modify it shorter, program of an art program. Each week is a different type of art project. And it's all abstract. So if you go to one of those paint and wine classes where you have this vision that you're supposed to make it look exactly like the canvas in front of you, that can be daunting. That I've done two of them, and mine never look like that. <laughs> I so, don't think anyone's ever does. No, and if they do, I think they have some tricks up their sleeves. So I just imagine yourself with memory loss trying to look at this picture and trying to replicate it. It is extremely hard to do. So we give them a blank canvas, which also can sound daunting, but it is all about abstract art, and it's letting your imagination run wild. So... As you can see in the in the room here and on Facebook Live, there are pictures of the, that the artists have completed. 
the amazing part of the program is that at the end of each session, they name the art. Whatever comes to mind, the first thing that pops in their head is what they name it. I think that is one of the best parts of the program because the names are sometimes just amazing, sometimes funny, and all you know, and actually awe inspiring. You're like, where did that come from? It's very because when you actually look at the picture, you're like, wow, I see that. Whatever they did name it. You might not see it right away, but you look for it. So I, it's an amazing program. Well, and I know at the end as well, you do an art show. So all the art that's created over those 10 weeks or however long you do the program, you open up Laclede Groves to the family members and to other mm -hmm. staff members and to residents. And you had a great art show a few weeks ago. We did. We had about 70 pieces of art, I would say. We displayed them in our auditorium. We invited, like Anne-Marie said, the family members, the volunteers of the program, of course, the residents. We had corsages and boutonnieres made for the artists so that we would know who they were in the room. And we actually had an auction in the room. And so we um, fundraised for the program. So everyone who wanted to pick up a piece of art that night, they were able to make a donation to our program here, the Opening Minds Through Art program here at Laclede Groves, and it will help us continue the program. So I know a big key part of this program is the volunteers that work with our memory care assisted living residents. Um, and you have Evelyn here with you today, who is one of those volunteers. Evelyn, can you talk about why you were interested in this program and your experience? Well, I always like to volunteer and Christina assured me that I needed no artistic ability. <laughs> so I thought, I can do this. You do need to be friendly and patient and listen to your resident. Uh, I helped her with her art project and we did uh, have a familiar relationship after so many weeks of working together and, and creating her art. And it was a good experience for me. And uh, I would do it in a drop of a hat again if we do it. It's very rewarding. I think the the most amazing part to me one week was after we had taken two weeks off, we had already done it for three weeks, and we had taken two weeks off and came back to the room. We had brought residents from our memory care over to our multi-purpose room here. When they all, 10 of them walked in that room, they all walked to their volunteer and to the table that they were at that, at, that they had been doing for the last six weeks. And having that two week gap and that diagnosis of dementia it was amazing that this is a familiar thing to them, and that is what this program is based on, that familiarity. The, the volunteer basis is a consistent volunteer week after week so that they build relationships with that, with that person. Evelyn, tell me about the, the expression that you saw in the art from those who participated. Oh, everyone was different, mm -hmm. as you can see on our display. Everybody's creation was so different. It was amazing, and uh, it's amazing what they name it also. Like uh, Christina said, they, it just comes to them. Just is there one that stands out for you that you remember? Um, well, the one resident that I worked with, she called her, her uh, artistic work the farm because she grew up on a farm, and uh, she told me a lot of stories about the farm life. So she named her project Farm. Well, and how great is that? Because I think it shows that even if you have memory impairments, you are still a unique individual. And that's why it's great to see all the paintings were unique and different to that person. All the names of them were different as well, because that shows that even if you have Alzheimer's or cognitive impairments, you are still you. And I think this program just highlights that. And I know, Christina, you are a huge champion of Opening Minds Through Art and have played a big part in getting this here at Laclede Groves. What are the results so far? The family members who come to, came to the art show that evening just 
think it, it, it gets emotional at times because it just they thanked us over and over again for allowing their family member to, to continue to express their creativity, even if they weren't artists. But I did have an, uh, a lady who was an artist. And when her son came, it was interesting because all of the art that she did, it was all beautiful. But there was one that, you know, I would say was was different than the rest. And I didn't think he would pick that one. And he picked that because he said, this is what mom used to do. He goes, I still see mom in this piece of art. He goes, the other ones are great. He goes, but this was her. And that's what that's what it's all about. And that was, it was just amazing to, to see the families. I mean, the, the pictures, I mean, a lot of the family members bought all, you know, they wanted all five pieces of art or all six pieces of art because they wanted to distribute it towards their family members and take it home and frame it and put it in their homes because that was something that they continued to, um, to, you know, remember what mom and dad do every day. Evelyn, what have you gained from volunteering with the program? Uh, of course, any kind of volunteering is fulfilling, I think. And to be helping other people, that's one of the main goals. And it sounds like a new friend. Yes, and I look forward to another art class, and hopefully she'll come back. And if not, I'll gain another friend. So, Christina, if we have people who are listening or watching online, and they want to be a part of this, they're here in the St. Louis area, how can they be a part of Opening Minds Through Art? They can call me. Um, I can give out my number, which is 314-446-2308. You can contact me and just give me your contact information. We will be compiling a list of volunteer names together, and I'm hoping to have a fall session that we will start another maybe 8- to 10-week program, and we'll all get together and try to figure out what will work best for us. I know that everyone's time is different, so we'll try to kind of try to get together and see what we can do that everyone can participate in. And to reaffirm what Evelyn shared, you don't necessarily have to have artistic ability to be Absolutely a volunteer for the program. Not, <laughs> not at all. But if you do, all the better. All the better. All right. the, the best thing is, is that if your artist is getting a little bit, you know, confused on what they're doing or what they're supposed to be doing, I provide a piece of paper to the um, volunteer artist as well, and they kind of do it together. That way they can see, well, I, I have a blank piece of paper in front of me as well, and so they, they do the artwork together. That way they don't have to feel so that they don't know what they're doing. So, Christina, what's your number again for contacting? 314-446-2308. And that's Opening Minds Through Art, a great new program here at Laclede Groves for not only volunteers to take part of, but also for residents who have memory care um, or Alzheimer's. And we've just been seeing some incredible results with that as well. Christina, Evelyn, thank you so much for joining us, for sharing about Opening Minds Through Art. Thank you. Well, that was delightful in learning about a, a way to express yourself. And speaking of expressing yourself, oh. I know Chef Tom has a way to express himself through food. <laughs> Some people, excited. you're right. Some people do it through art. Other people through their love of cooking. And Mine's he, through my love of eating. And that's also a great <laughs> love as well. So Chef Tom, he's with us here today. He's the executive chef here at Laclede Groves. And he's actually, this is his second time i think yes. that he's been on kfuo and last time i think we went away quite full as well <laughs> this is true so chef tom what do you have for us here today well today i'm going to be preparing pasta basilica it is one of our uh, items on the pierre's menu it's our fine dining restaurant here at laclede groves consists of bow tie pasta garlic mushrooms roasted red pepper and a lot of asiago cheese Ooh. 
That sounds delicious. I love the cheese. I think the studio audience is shaking their heads already. <laughs> they are looking forward to this. So this recipe, like you said, is something that's at Pierre's. So Laclede Groves has several dining options. Um, there's Bistro 723, but then there's also Pierre's, which is, which is our fine dining. So tell us, um, how are you going to start us off here? Well, first, I'm going to make sure my pan is hot enough. Just a little bit of... That uh, we are ready to go. Now, is that a trick? You just put some water <laughs> in the pan? No, let's, I just, just to make sure that it is hot enough. It's um, probably better than putting your hand in the pan to test which I've it. Been I have done that before, and it's been a huge mistake. <laughs> so I'm going to start off by adding some some whole butter. Mm. Butter. Can you hear that? Mm. That's a great sizzle. And Anything is better with butter. Down. With butter and Asiago in a recipe, you can't go wrong with that. And no. a lot of cream, you can't go wrong. Now this, if you're looking to uh, have something low calorie, low fat, this is probably the wrong <laughs> item. This is the, the very homey, comfortable, once in a special while meal, I think. And today is a special day, so why wouldn't we have it? All right, so next I'm going to be adding my garlic. Mm. Then my mushrooms. Mm. Now we are using cremini mushrooms. You can use whatever type of mushroom you like. Just regular button mushroom, shiitake, portobello. It's so all your That your was personal. diced garlic, so diced finely garlic. chopped garlic. And then the mushrooms are just kind of sliced. Um, thinly sliced. Mm -hmm. And I'm adding the roasted red pepper, which is thinly sliced. And you can buy these in the stores if you don't have the time to do it at home. If you do, the easiest way, get a red pepper, coat it with oil, and put it directly on the burner. Um, let it get charred all the way around, put it in a bowl, wrap wow. it in plastic, and let it finish steaming. So you combine the butter, the garlic, mushrooms. the mushrooms, all that together. We're, we're smelling some good things oh, in here. The garlic has made its way over here to, uh, to my end of the yeah. table. Now I'm really hungry. So we're going to saute this just until the garlic starts to get a little golden brown. You don't want to take it too far because then you don't want that bitterness from the garlic. Mm -hmm. I like how the roasted red peppers add color to the dish as well. And it does. And then if you don't add a lot of butter, you can also want to go for that little caramelization on the bottom of the pan. That's also going to give you flavor. It's going to give you a little bit more color in your final product also. And I think we are almost ready to add our heavy cream, or actually, I'm sorry, our white wine. Ooh. Oh yeah, lots of reaction for <laughs> so, that. So on this, our garlic is golden brown. I'm going to take the white wine. And that's a cup and a half? That's about a, about a cup. A cup. About a cup for this one single serving. What do you prefer, what kind of white wine do you prefer for this dish? The drier, the better. Uh, you don't want a sweet wine because you don't want that excess sugar in there, and it mm -hmm. kind of takes away from the, the final product. So maybe a Chardonnay versus, as opposed to something sweeter yes. like a Riesling. Look definitely at you, wine expert. So, and that wine reduces down. So even though we put a cup in, it really kind of reduces, and you get less than that later. Yes. And you want to reduce this till it, the whole pan is just about dry. There's very little liquid left in the pan. Mm. Now... For those lucky people who are part of our studio audience, we actually have samples for you all to try of this meal. So Chef Tom's going to continue cooking this so we can see the full demonstration. But for those of you who are in the room, you actually get to taste for yourself what it's like. And I get the whole skillet, right? 
Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just, oh, that the so, combination is so good. That reduction, so does that also help caramelize as well, or, or what does that do? It does do? a little bit. It's going to give you a little bit of um, wine flavor without that that raw alcohol mm -hmm. taste. Because what this does, it'll cook the alcohol out of it. And if you've, unless you're drinking a sangria, you don't want the... <laughs> You don't want that raw uh, alcohol taste in there. So that's one reason. It gives you the flavor of wine without the alcohol. So when I'm doing this, I always have the hard part of determining when it's finished. Is there some trick that you can share with us as to know that it's the wine has reduced down and, and you're ready to move on to the next step? It will almost look a little syrupy. Okay. That makes a little bit of sense. Uh, you don't want it completely dry because then you run the risk of burning everything in your pan. So just a little, very little liquid, maybe about a tablespoon or two left in there. Oh, wow. So you go from a cup to a tablespoon. Just a pr very pretty much, yes. Wow. So. so what would you say, medium heat? What kind of, what's the... Uh, on this, I would do a high heat because okay. you want to cook this very quickly. Um, medium heat, you're not going to get the color. The caramelization is not going to happen like you need it to. Now, I spoke with some residents beforehand, and they mentioned that they had this very dish not too long ago here at Piers and had nothing but great things to say about it. And so, it's been on the menu for quite a while now. It's one of the more popular dishes here in Piers. Now, we do have a new menu that has rolled out. Uh, one of the more popular items that they've has become a favorite is the seafood pasta, Ooh. Um, which is made with Campanelli pasta, has a red shrimp, clams, sea scallops, and served in a tomato saffron broth. So, Tom, it must be fun that you get to create these menus, and I know you work with the other chefs, executive chefs across LSS, that you guys get to create these amazing dishes, you know, and you get to rotate out the menu, and I know that seasonal ingredients are really important to you all yes. as well. That, you must have the best job ever. I like to think so. <laughs> I like to. And one that makes it great is knowing that uh, I put a smile on the faces of the residents. That's what makes this this job great. Mm -hmm. Well, and you get to see, so in other restaurants, you may have some repeat customers, you know, that come every so often. But because these residents live here, you get to see them day after day yes. and build relationships. And, and they get to give you feedback on what they love as well. That's got to be an amazing part. And the, uh, the audience suddenly has gone silent, <laughs> which is usually a good indication. Oh, thank, thank you, you, Pastor Hawkinson. Pastor Hawkinson is waiting tables today. <laughs> a man of many talents. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the word from the audience on Pasta Basilica? Oh, huge smiles. Huge smiles in the audience today. I'm going to let... Anne Marie's tasting it now, and uh, I'll let. Now and you get <laughs> it looks delicious. It smells delicious too. Mm. Mm. And for a little bit lack of time, I'm going to go ahead and add the heavy cream. Now we're going to let that mm. reduce. Heavy cream mm. Mm -hmm. can't go wrong with that either. No, you cannot. Mm. This is definitely a comfort food. It is, it, and it's it's easy to make. It's very easy. The uh, you just want to make sure you have your pasta cooked off ahead of time. Just follow the directions on the the box. Uh, now the recipe that we are having online, I guess on mm -hmm. that we're posting, that recipe will make enough for four people. 
and they are very good sized portions. So you could probably stretch it out maybe even six people if needed. So what Chef Tom is alluding to, those of you who are listening, is he is willing to share the pasta basilica recipe with all of you. So later today, if you check back at facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services. We're going to put up the pasta basilica recipe so that you can try it for yourself at home. So look for that later today. But yes, I do see lots of smiles here. So it could be a great recipe for someone to take home and try this weekend. So as the cream is reducing, I'm going to add about a cup of Asiago cheese. And I'm going to I, like keep... I like his cup. <laughs> That's a party cup. <laughs> And we'll get that stirred in, and I'm going to reserve a little bit on the side for garnish for the for the final product. Mm. What is? Do you know the the origin of this recipe, pasta basilica? It sounds uh, it, sounds Roman. Not, it, maybe. It's been on our menu. Um, one of our executive chefs, previous before me, a couple mm -hmm. before me, um, had developed this recipe. Mm. And if you, when you do make this, it's just absolutely amazing. The key item in there is the Asiago cheese. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure you have plenty of cheese in there. But that combination of, of cream and cheese, garlic, mushrooms, I mean, all the ingredients just, just go so well together. Mm -hmm. And I, I perhaps need a nap now. It's, Ooh, it's, well, it's, I don't know if that's a planned part of our segment <laughs> show today, but maybe we can fit it in later. It's one of those comfort foods that makes you just feel so mm -hmm. relaxed and, uh, yeah. Well, Enjoy and the other glass of wine. Mm -hmm. Well, and another great thing is you said that's right. Outside of cooking the pasta, this is a one-pot meal. Like right. this is a great. That means you really, you know, again, outside of the pasta, you're only cleaning one thing. Now, since this already has wine in the recipe, what wine would you pair with this? You know, I've always thought that don't let anyone tell you what type <laughs> of wine to drink with something. If you like it, drink it. But. Purpose for this, I would drink probably um, a dry to a semi sweet wine. I think if you did uh, something very sweet, I think it would uh, overpower. The, yeah. It would overpower, mm -hmm. and the taste in your mouth would not combine very well. So you've put in the pasta. So once you know the wine is deglazed, we've put in the or the wine is reduced. We've put in the heavy cream, uh, and then you just add the pasta, the pre-cooked pasta, to that. And then the cheese before that. And the cheese that also in. as well. That's a very important part. We would not want to forget that. Mix it all together, and you're done. And you're done. I'm going to clean this plate, by the way. I know. Actually, there was, so I got, you know, we have some samples here, and I think I've eaten all of the pasta, and now I'm just sopping up the lovely sauce and eating that as well. And this is one of the, if you have a, a nice bread to go with it, it's absolutely amazing just to dip that bread in the remaining of that sauce. Mm. <laughs> but just, just plain bread. You wouldn't need garlic bread because you got plenty of garlic in the pasta, but just some nice Italian bread. I probably wouldn't have to eat for a while either. No. All that. Now, would you maybe put a, serve a salad with this, a light salad? You could. Um, now, if, depending on if you do the recipe for four that's on that we'll mm -hmm. have online, you may not want a salad. <laughs> you may be you if may I not eat finish the, your pasta. If I ate the whole recipe for, for four all by myself. You definitely would <laughs> yes. Okay, I think we are ready. I'm going to put that down. Move some of my items out of the way. Now, how many residents have, have had this at Pierre's? I know some of you mentioned earlier. Anybody else had this at Pierre's yet? A few of you? Um, oh, I think the reservation list is going to be booked tonight. <laughs> 
There we go. So I can see that those lovely um, red peppers in there that bring such great color to it, the mushrooms in that creamy white sauce, ooh. And I'm going to finish this off with just a little more Asiago cheese on top. <laughs> you can never have, enough, you can never have enough. enough cheese. <laughs> a little bit of parsley <laughs> and some pine nuts. Wow. Parsley and pine nuts to uh, to finish off the garnish. That's just and beautiful. And that little bit of crunch there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just, just bring it on over. We'll just, yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, we're about to go on radio break. So Andy and I will just be here. And uh, I won't make it to the next segment if I nope. eat that. It'll, it'll be great. That is delicious. What are some of your other favorite dishes that are some other favorites here at Pierre's? Uh, some of the other favorites are the the steaks. The the, the another one is the tequila lime grouper. Mm. That has I've heard a lot of great uh, comments about that one. Um, unfortunately, I can't take the credit for cooking it. Before one of our uh, sous chefs, Pat O'Dowd, does the majority of the cooking. But that one is uh, it's just an incredible flavor. Um, it's not too heavy on the tequila. It's just very light. Nice seasoning. It's great recipe. A winner there as well. Well, maybe next time we stop by, we'll have to try that one Absolutely. as well. Um, but thank you so much for bringing your expertise, for, for opening up your kitchen for us today, for us all to try. Again, a reminder, if you would like to have this recipe for yourself, um, we'll be posting this on the Facebook page later today. I know, smell that, Andy. Wow. So facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services for that recipe. Chef Tom, Thank you once thank again. You. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Well, coming up in just a little bit, we're going to meet more residents here at uh, LSS Laclede Groves as well, and uh, and a special surprise. A special surprise. You're listening to Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO. We're broad broadcasting live from LSS Laclede Groves, St. Louis, Missouri. We'll be back in just a little bit. Concordia University, Wisconsin and Mequon overlooks a half mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline. CUW campus is located 15 miles north of Milwaukee with over 70 undergraduate majors, 28 graduate degree programs and doctorate programs in pharmacy, physical therapy, occupational therapy and nursing practice. CUW offers online learning and accelerated learning at one of nine Wisconsin centers and one in St. Louis. Traditional or accelerated education, CUW has the program for you. CUW.edu this is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Earlier, I told you about an undercover video showing conversations with late-term abortionists. There was no graphic footage, but what the abortionists matter-of-factly said about their gruesome trade was shocking, almost beyond belief. It's echoes of the Nazis experimenting on Jews. The video is so damaging to the abortion industry, Planned Parenthood shopped for a pro-abortion, political activist judge who banned the video. YouTube, Facebook, and Vimeo have all censored the video by deleting them from their services. Vimeo has a reputation for censoring pro-life media and said they'd have done it even without the judge's order. 
the abortion industry can't defend what their colleagues in death are saying, so they attack the messenger and try to hide the ugly truth from America. Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Hi, I'm Mark Hawkinson with an invitation for you to join me over the weekday noon hour for Moments of Assurance, your lunchtime spiritual recipe. You'll enjoy encouraging scriptures, a bit of Bible history and trivia, news items, humor, the kids' corner, and more, all mixed in with faith-strengthening sacred music, a blend just right for your midday hour. So join me, won't you? That's Moments of Assurance over the weekday noontime hour here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. Is the new Wonder Woman movie pro-feminism or anti-feminism? We'll find out live Thursday on Issues Etc. from Pastor Ted Giese. On Friday, it's This Week in Pop American Christianity with Chris Rosebro, and we'll play Issues Etc. Soundbite of the Week. Issues Etc. Live weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 on KFUO. My son Aiden has asthma. Secondhand smoke has triggered his asthma so badly, he ended up in the emergency room and spent multiple nights in intensive care. Now he's on a whole bunch of medications. My tip to you is, don't be shy about telling people not to smoke around your kids. Half of U.S. kids are exposed to secondhand smoke. If you or someone you know wants help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. Want to be actively engaged in meaningful service and put your time and talents into action? Volunteer Connection engages, equips, and empowers individuals to serve the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod and its national and international ministries at the International Center. Come join us as together we make known the love of Christ. To learn more about Volunteer Connection, please call 314-996-1629. Hi, I'm Pastor Ted Lesh, pastor at Chapel of the Cross Lutheran Church in North St. Louis County, inviting you to listen to our KFUO radio worship broadcasts on Sunday evenings at 6 o'clock. Active worship, preaching, music, and singing are part of every one of our services at Chapel. Join us Sunday nights at 6. It's one more broadcast worship opportunity for you from your friends at Chapel of the Cross and KFUO Radio. Welcome back to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. Thanks to our friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin, for their support of this program. Find them on our website, kfuo.org. We are broadcasting live from Lutheran Senior Services, Laclede Groves, with my co-host on Thursdays, Anne-Marie Wallace. And it is time to meet more friends here at... Luckily, Groves. Of course it is. We always like to introduce our radio and listening audience to, to new friends as well. And today is really exciting because we have Dan and Kathy Walther. Guys, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having us. Now, um, of course, we have uh, lots of great friends, like I said, here in our studio audience. But Dan and Kathy, you guys are recent newcomers to Luckley Groves. Yes, we are. How did you find out about Luckley Groves? Well... I guess I'll do that segment of it. Uh, When we retired, we were living in Chicago at the time, and I was teaching first grade, and Dan was director of career counseling at Concordia River Forest, 
and we decided we needed to get in a less expensive area of the country for retirement, so I convinced him to bring me back to my hometown of Washington, Missouri. So we moved there in 2005 mm-hmm. and lived there for 10 years, and during the time we were there, uh, close friends of ours decided they were going to move into Laclede Groves. We thought, okay, that's fine for you. <laughs> Go right ahead. So they did. And it wasn't long, and some other close friends decided they were going to put their name on the waiting list, and they were going to eventually come in. It sounds like you had some reluctance. Mm-hmm. What was your reluctance? <laughs> Washington was my hometown, mm-hmm. and I loved it in Washington, and he had grown to love it, too. So when the other friends moved in, we said, okay, it's time for us to do this, too. And uh, we don't have any children in the area. Our son lives in the tip of Texas, and our daughter's in Chicago. And so we liked the idea of the continuing care here. We thought it would make it easier and helpful for them as we age to uh, not have to make those decisions for us. We could do that deciding ourselves. And so that's basically what what brought us to Laclede Groves. And when she speaks about that continuing care, that again is that life plan community aspect that we have all levels. So you can start off at independent living, which is where you guys currently are. But then as your your needs grow, there's things available for you, services that are right here on campus. So it's having all of those within one location together, which is such a great benefit as you guys highlighted. Right. Right. We are very conscious of the fact that we're aging so it's not like uh we might not ever need that kind of service we know that's the possibility and very likely will be but we also realize that this kind of a facility allows us to be um, independent and be able to do a lot of things we wouldn't otherwise be able to do if we had to maintain our own home and uh, all of the chores that go along with that Um, They take very good care of us here, and it really allows us to do service to other people. We've heard that this morning already, uh, being able to do things for others. that's uh, been the part of our life that we enjoy the most. So, and that goes right along with the mission of Lutheran Senior Services is older adults living life to the fullest. We heard that from Evelyn. We heard that from Christina. And you just touched upon it there because you guys are doing incredible things and have have really given your hearts, especially to an organization um, that helps people all across the world. So... And having a maintenance-free lifestyle at Cleed Groves kind of assists you in doing that. So tell me the work that you guys do as you volunteer. Kathy and I have been involved with a program called Wheels for the World. It's a subdivision of a ministry by Johnny Erickson Tata. And they provide, they collect broken and used wheelchairs throughout the country. And they uh, rehab those at federal prisons and the prisoners really appreciate the opportunity to do that kind of work. Once they're rehabbed, they are shipped to foreign countries, and Johnny and Friends Wheels for the World sends a team of like 20 people, physical therapists, mechanics, and so forth, uh, to actually distribute those chairs to people who otherwise would never be able to have a wheelchair. So we have really enjoyed that ministry. (laughs) 
I think you guys are just such a great example of, you know, even when when we grow older, you know, I think there's a stereotype out there that, oh, when you get to retirement, you just kind of sit back and you don't, you guys are very active out in the community, making a difference in the lives of so many people, not only here at Laclede Groves and in St. Louis, but all around the world, because you recently went to Peru. Yes. Two we- years ago, we were able to go on one of the distribution trips. We always said we'd been collecting them for so many years. Sometime while the Lord let us live yet, we wanted to go on an actual distribution trip. And so we joined a team and went to Lima, Peru. And that was incredible. That How was, long were you there? Uh, just a week. A week. I think we were Distributed over 250 over two, chairs. Right. Wow. Some and people were actually brought in in wheelbarrows that came. Uh, one young man had not been out of bed for 26 years. Oh, so it was a very emotional He went incredible away that experience. day in a wheelchair, and he was so thankful. How has being a part of this LSS community enabled or increased your opportunity to serve and volunteer in this way? I think several ways. It, uh, we, we have been able, uh, I should mention right away that Laclede has already joined us in uh, offering wheelchairs for this program. We've joined a local Lutheran church, uh, Webster Gardens in Webster Groves, and uh, we are very much involved with uh, uh, men's ministry, women's ministry. Uh, we've part of a, a mentoring group for elementary students, uh, fourth and fifth graders, that we have found really very uh, rewarding, kind of like the art program. Uh, you get involved with a one-on-one relationship with a youngster, and uh, throughout the course of the year, you see some progress there. So we plan to do that again the next year. Uh, we are involved with small group uh, Bible studies, both uh, at church and uh, during the week at people's homes. Um, Webster Gardens is a very mission-minded church, so they are planning a mission trip to Belize to distribute eyeglasses. We've been on three different trips to distribute eyeglasses before, so we're really looking forward to that. I'll let Kathy share a few things of everything that's going on here on campus. I've been involved with a woodworking uh, project uh, program here and also with choir, but there are a lot of things going on here. Kathy, what are are some of the things that you love doing here at Laclede Groves? Eating. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all been a part of that today. The kindred spirits. Yeah. Kindred spirits, right. Past the lake. No, there's just so many things. There's so many opportunities here to become involved in, and uh, I look forward to a lot of those in the future. Uh, I joined not the choir, but I go around with the choir group to carol and sing over in the care center and in the convalescent uh, area over there. And uh, there's just many, many things. The trips that they offer are wonderful. They're very, you know, educational. And and there's just many, many things. Speaking of singing groups, I was here, what, just uh, a week or two ago. And we stopped by the ice cream parlor. And there was a group singing. <laughs> singing in the ice cream parlor. Were you there? Uh, probably. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was it was what, week. Yeah, we, we had had a meeting here about this segment. We were planning it and meeting with people. And I was like, Andy, the ice cream shop is open today. We are going to go get ice cream before we go back to our to work. And while we were there, I think you were a part of that group. You came around and sang because that's be. such a great area where residents all come together um, to have ice cream with their family members, with their friends. And, and you, I think you sang Take Me Out to the Ballpark well, for probably us. probably we 
saying that all the time. <laughs> so it sounds like you have uh, you have plenty of opportunities to engage yes. with others and and to find things that that really are um, a, of interest to you. Right. You we can do as much that. as you want to or as little as you want to. I mean, you couldn't possibly do everything that is offered here because it's phenomenal what's offered. We find ourselves sometimes getting conflicts because we're involved in more than one thing at a time. But there are people who are involved in bridge and shuffleboard and, and wee bowling, wee golf. Uh, it's just constant. And then when you add, as Kathy said, the excursions where you go out to some of the uh, really neat venues in town, concerts, symphonies, uh, the the uh, the list is really endless of what this location offers people who are here. Oh, well, guys, thank you so much. We so appreciate kind of that inside look into La Clee Groves, um, the things that you recommended, you know, how it has the multiple levels of care, the life plan community, how it how it lets you live life to the fullest and, and, and how you volunteer. So thank you very much for being on today. I have another question for Dan and Kathy, oh, sure. but I know that you are going to move on to our surprise. I do. Outside. I'm going to so leave you all now for just a little bit. I'll be right back. Get ready for our next segment. Tell me a little bit about making the transition here to La Clee Groves and uh, move in and, and making that whole transition? They help us a great deal when we make that decision to move in. Uh, there is a move-in specialist that helps us with that, and uh, all the way from uh, you know six months before right up to the day of moving, uh, we're guided pretty carefully to get that done. They came out to our home and measured you know what we had what would fit what we needed to dispose of which made it very easy she was there on the day we moved at our house she came in here and was here as we moved in here so we couldn't have asked for more help dan and kathy walther thanks so much for being our guest today it was a pleasure to talk with you thank you we're going to go outside now we're going to go outside and Anne marie is going to share with us about a surprise out there Andy, so we are now outside in the courtyard of Laclee Groves because our very special guests happen to be two puppies. Oh, look at them. They're so cute. So we have our friends from the APA, which is the Animal Protection Agency of Missouri, um, as well as um, Christina Willie is back with us again. And our two friends, Christina, who do you have there? This is Theodore. Theodore is a Border Collie mix. And, and then Kim here is the Director of Operations. Kim, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you as well for being here today. And who do you have in your arms? This is Little Meadow, and Meadow is Theodore's sister. They're both about six-week-old Border Collie mixes um, that came into the APA from rural Missouri and need foster care. And that's why we're here today, because Christina, you have also been working on a partnership between Laclee Groves and the Animal Protection Agency of Missouri. Can you tell us a little bit about it? So we are partnering with the APA to foster puppies here on our campus. So we will have pup, can, I think he wants to talk. Are you happy? So we are, we are fostering puppies for two weeks, starting today here on campus so res the residents will be able to love and snuggle and play with puppies at different times throughout the next couple weeks you all are going to be able to come out here and see them after we're finished <laughs> it's a happy little butt baby so they'll be primarily in the nursing home and the care center and over in the memory care in the commons but we'll have different times throughout the weeks that you might come down to the lobby and you'll get to cuddle and snuggle with a puppy and 
we are first on the on the list for adoptions. So if we fall in love with a puppy that we foster here, then we get to have first dibs as long as we get there in time to get them before the public does. We get to get first <laughs> dibs to adopt if that is something that we decide we want to do. So really quick for our friends here from the APA, tell me a little bit about why this type of community partnership is so great for not only Lickley Grows, but for you guys as well. Sure. It benefits a lot of people and the animals at the APA too. I mean, the staff members, we love seeing the photos and the interactions between the residents and the pets. Um, but most importantly for the animals, it provides crucial socialization that they may not have had if they wouldn't have come to us or in, into your facility as well. So um, it benefits everyone. Oh, I get to hold a puppy and eat pasta today. <laughs> Best day ever. <laughs> what a He's funny I know. Ear. I, I miss the names as I was making the transition out. Who do I have here? You have Meadow, and then this is Theodore. Meadow. Meadow is giving lots of kisses right now. <gasps> and a big yawn. Oh, my goodness. So these two puppies will be here at LaClee Groves, and I assume more could come later? Yes, that's a big affirmative yes here. So, Christina, again, tell so all these residents have the opportunity to meet with these puppies. I mean, but where are they going at night? What's going to happen? So we have a staff member who has graciously accepted the responsibility of taking them home at night with her and then bringing them back the next day with us to play with us during the day so we don't have to worry about what's going to happen at night. So during the week, they will be around the campus, and then at night they'll go home to her home. I'm in love. I think you're going to have one less puppy. I think I'm going to take this one. <laughs> <laughs> Just leaving with the puppies. How long... I might have missed this. How long has a foster program like this been going on? How long has the APA offered a program like this? This program started in April, um, so it's relatively new. Um, we uh, first partnered with a um, another organization in like mid-April, roughly, but the APA's foster care program in general has been around for years, longer than I've been at the APA, which I've only been there three years. So, um, But partnering with senior facilities, that's that's a newer thing. This is a great way to get a puppy fix. I know. Although I might get a little attached. We're okay with that, too. <laughs> so when it comes to your puppies, I mean, do you normally, they are found in rural Missouri. Oh, go to your brother. Look at that. Oh, um, where do your puppies come from? I mean, tell us a little bit about the history of APA and, and what your guys' mission is and kind of what makes you guys excited. Sure. The APA has been around almost 100 years. Um, and our mission really is just to bring people and pets together at all ages and with every opportunity that we can. And um, we're really excited to help bring the people here together with pets that, that also need some love and some attention before they go find their forever family. Um, we bring in about 3,000 animals a year that get adopted and puppies come from um, people that maybe can't keep them anymore. Sometimes they're strays. A lot of them we transfer in from areas in Missouri that have a huge number of animals and really nowhere for them to go. And so they come to us, they get all the vet care they need, they get all the love, and these two are going to get a lot of love, <laughs> and then they go to a loving family. Steal him. Well, and I must say, my dog, we adopted our dog, Bo, from the APA as well. And so he is he is the love of our lives. And I know that the residents here at LaClee Groves are going to love the puppies as well. Thank you guys so much for this incredible partnership. Um, like you said, these puppies will be up for adoption. And whether it's maybe some of our own residents here decide to adopt them or they'll be up on your website. And what is that again? APAMO.org. Fantastic. Now, 
Katrina, Christina, you, oh my gosh, you have a snuggle puppy there. There we go. Now, we are going to be inviting for those who are part of our live studio audience. You guys will get to come outside in just a little bit to meet the puppies. But I don't know, Andy, are oh, you giving that one up? By a puppy. Oh, the little... I think Meadow could be the new KFUO mascot, though. Ooh. Yes. Yes, yeah. we have some KFUO staff members who are definitely okay with that. What do you think, Meadow? No response. Oh, just lots of kisses. Oh, wonder. Yes, they are. <laughs> Wonderful. We're just going to move slightly here. So we are very excited about this partnership, about all that can be happening up in the future. Oh, and we already have some residents who are sharing some love with the puppies. <laughs> I know they are so cute there. There we go. Come on through. I'm sorry. Yeah. What do you think of the puppy? Darling, I just love those little babies. Well, now that puppy is going to be at Laclee Gross for a little bit, and so you can come and visit it because we're fostering with the APA. What do you think about that? That's wonderful. I know. Yeah. So who do you oh, have over there? And there's another one. <laughs> so we're going to start bringing out some residents here so that they can say hello to the puppies. I know. Here they all come. I'm so distracted by the puppy, I can't even think about what I'm supposed to say. I know. <laughs> They're very cute. So, Keith, stay tuned for more information on this because, of course, we're going to have lots of updates from Laclee Groves. Come on down, guys. Come and see these puppies. Now, tell me about puppies at Laclee Groves, I mean, or pets at Laclee Groves. Mm -hmm. Did we so, mention that already? Well, the great thing is that at Lutheran Senior Services, um, not only do we have some animals that are just kind of part of the community, so we've got some cats and some dogs that belong to staff members and they bring them in every day, and so it's kind of like everybody's pet, um, but we are also pet friendly. So if you have a pet um, and you know they kind of meet the requirements that it is, they could, they could come live with you at Lutheran Senior Services as well. Come on down, the pets are all here. But yeah, I, I think you guys are not gonna see these two puppies. I think they're gonna stay right here at Laclee Groves. I think Meadow might like just wanna go with me. Oh, okay, if you'll, maybe we can have like a sister dog or whatever. She'll travel oh. back and forth between the two and he, she's eating the she's microphone. Eating the microphone. <laughs> I, well, come and see, come and okay, see. Okay, I, I won't hog her the whole time. I'll let you hold Meadow. Perfect. Oh. Yes, look at this. I had a touch therapy dog before uh -huh. when we moved in here, and I miss her so much. Oh, well, it looks like Meadow. I think you've made a new friend. Yes. I'll take her home. I'll take her. Well, I think they might let you do that for a little bit. We have a border collie, so I was really anxious to see this one. But he's oh. 14 years old. Well, definitely get your hugs and loves in today. So yes, very excited to announce this partnership between APA and Laclede Groves. Everyone listening, you'll hear more about it. I'm sure Laclede Groves on their Facebook page will be sharing lots of great pictures about this as the puppies grow a little bit, all the love that they're receiving here today. If you want to see all this cuteness, go to Facebook. Yes, oh, right now, facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services. You can see Meadow and Theodore right now as they're getting lots of love from our residents. Well, we have uh, just uh, just under three minutes mm -hmm. to before we wrap up today here on our radio broadcast. I know there's more extended on the Facebook Live broadcast there as well. There is. So if you are right now on 
facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services. Hi there, guys. We're actually doing a special segment following this radio broadcast. Um, Laclede Groves has a huge history, um, and one of its most um, interesting points is it's got a beautiful chapel that was built in 1917, um, and we're going to give you a special tour of it, thanks to Reverend Daryl Anderson, who is um, the pastor here at Laclede Groves. So after this radio, radio broadcast ends, we'll actually be moving in that direction. So if you haven't got onto facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services, you're going to want to jump on now for the special sneak peek at the Laclede Groves Chapel. Very good. So stick around for more on facebook.com, Facebook Live. You want to check out the, what's going on with LSS and see the beautiful tour of the chapel. Mm-hmm. Coming up next week, we have more next week as well with our regular LSS segment. We do. So next week, we're going to be coming in with some of our volunteers, our younger volunteers. Summer is a great opportunity when school is out um, to do new things, to swim, to go to the pool, but also to volunteer. So Christy Bull, who is our director of volunteers, is going to be in studio along with some of her volunteers as well, her younger volunteers. And they're going to be explaining some of some great opportunities as to how you can volunteer. Excellent. Looking forward to talking with them. And we're going to even have some friends from LSS in on Tuesday as well for one of our nutrition segments. I'm going to see you all the time, Andy. (laughs) It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, this is, I I love coming out to visit these communities and and visiting LSS communities. I know we have some more to visit down the road as well. It's been a pleasure meeting all, many of the LSS residents here at Laclede Groves. They've just been a joy and delight. We got to eat great food today as well. And we're going to post the recipe as well. Yep. Facebook.com slash Lutheran Senior Services. Excellent. So that will be right on there as well. Well, that does it for me here at LSS Laclede Groves and uh, our wonderful live remote. All the friends and staff have been great here today. Anne-Marie, thanks so much for hosting today here at Laclede Groves. Thank you, Andy. We so appreciate it. And like I said, Facebook Live, we're going to give you that special tour of Laclede Groves Chapel right now. Thanks to our engineer back in the studio, Buzz. Thanks. We're going to hand it back to you. And uh, Thy Strong Word up next on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. Listen to Faith and Family Monday through Friday at this time. Faith and Family is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is needed for Faith and Family to continue. Our address is 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can contact us on the web and download Faith and Family at KFUO.org. Worldwide KFUO, on the air, online, and on demand.